Hello everyone, we are finally back with another podcast. Today we will be doing a match review. We'll be going over some of the biggest and most exciting games from this weekend. Uh, but to start off, I just want to say that I hope that everyone's had a nice two weeks. You know, we've been off for a bit. We just want to say that we hope that everyone's had a nice Easter, whether you celebrate it or not. Um, if you don't celebrate it, we just hope that you've had a nice weekend. Um, today I would like to welcome with me Matt. Matt, thank you for joining me. Hello, hello. I'm so glad. Episode number 10. What a milestone it is. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully more to come, you know, more to go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Alex, thank you too as well for joining us. Thank you for having me. Can't wait to be back. Yep, let's go. Can't wait to be back, guys. To start off, as it was international break, um, I want to ask you guys, how would you rate your country's performance in the in this international break out of 10? So, Matt, let's hear your views first. Wow. Uh, it was very an interesting uh, international break. Uh, obviously, we've had the new coach uh, come in, uh, Paolo Sosa. He's a, he was a great football player. Back in the day, he played for clubs such as Borussia Dortmund, especially. Uh, I think Juventus maybe, but I can't remember, to be honest. But let's talk about him as a coach. Um, Results-wise, it was a bit... Uh, I think we've drawn to Hungary 3-3. Uh, we've won against uh, Andorra 3-0 mm-hmm. and then lost... We're, it was a very tight game between England. Um, I, you know, he's just been, he's had like five days to kind of set up and kind of show and teach the players the way that he wants to play, the system that he wants to play. It's a bit of a different kind of uh, system that we usually as a nation play, you know, uh, he wants to uh, play with uh, three players at the back and have uh, very good wing backs. But yeah, uh, out of ten, I give a seven. I, I think I think there's more to come, and I, I'm actually very excited. And mm-hmm. for once, I'm looking forward to the next international break, which will be the Euros, right? Uh, Correct. Or maybe just before the Euros. Yeah, I think it's the Euros, yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting. So you have high expectations, Matt? Um, I, I don't know. I think, I think uh, you know, there's been kind of two voices that we kind of, some people think we should we'll go with the whole thing, the whole tournament, and that we're not good enough. You know, we have players who play in top clubs, but sometimes, such as Zielinski, for example, he maybe doesn't, necessarily feel that he should kind of step up and people's expectations are too high about on him you know and he's kind of getting like being stressed but not really because he doesn't care but in the media people talk about him so i, I don't know mm. mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay okay man interesting yeah. stuff well that was Matt's poland um alex we're gonna move on to italy and also macedonia if you want to do both so yeah tell us a bit about that okay yeah i'll start with italy i'll give italy um 8.5 i think nothing mm-hmm. more because we got all three wins comfortably as well and um i just think we weren't clinical enough you know um if like the first and second team draw it's based on goal difference. I think it's crucial for Italy have to score many goals. Mm-hmm. And we just didn't do that enough. But yeah, overall, I think they were all comfortable wins. And we just need to carry on like this for the Euros. Yeah. And then Macedonia. Um, <laughs> let me just see the the games. Yeah, so Macedonia, I'll give... Um, I'll give it a nine just because of, because of I think no one really believed they can get to the point where they're at now so mm-hmm. they're second in their group and yeah after the historic win against Germany I think it boosted their morale going into the Euros and oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah huge that against Germany mm. like it was crazy so yeah I think nine deserved okay yeah. yeah 
Um, for me, Alex, personally, I think you explained Italy perfectly. For me, it's an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And I think you summed it up really well. Uh, on the other hand, for Bulgaria, <laughs> I'm going to have to give it a 3 out of 10. Um, wow. Terrible. <laughs> Um, terrible football, you know. I only, I only watched a bit of the game against Italy, but just sitting at the back, just waiting to go on the counter attack, and then you can't even score. Mm. Um, uh, Bulgarian football's taken a massive, massive dip uh, since that historic 1994 season. Um, but hopefully, some stars can come in soon. But wow, that can't happen at the moment. Uh, it's a free of 10 for now. <laughs> Okay, uh, that was the international break kind of summed up. Um, now we're going to move on to Serie A, guys. Alex, another couple of points lost. Yeah. From, actually, another couple of points lost by Roma, too. So why don't you give us a bit of a um, review of what happened in the Serie A? Yeah, so Inter comfortable win against Bologna to maintain their dominance and going mm-hmm. plus eight from Milan. And Milan, who got a bad draw against Sampdoria. And, yeah, I think the season is pretty much over. Inter have won it. And they've also mm-hmm. got a game in hand. And then for the others, Atalanta got a crucial win against Udinese to maintain their third place and not risk going into a Europa League. And, yeah, Juventus, yeah. what to say, another shambolic performance. Oof. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. I think the board have to look at Gurla now and, yeah, just change it up a bit for next season. Mm-hmm. Alex, uh, I saw that Alex. Perlo, I saw that if Perlo loses against Napoli, he might get sacked. Is that true? Yeah, I've heard a, th- a few reports from that. I'm not completely sure, but and mm-hmm. then I've heard if if he does win, um, so he lose a draw, Allegri might come in and save. In a way, the the season. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, because wasn't apparently Allegri was what watched the game with uh, the chairman, or did he Agnelli? Yeah, did, did, yeah that's yeah. true, right? Yeah, 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 that is true. Yeah, yeah, go to wherever they went. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, interesting. And now that the Juventus is actually tomorrow, and it all depends for that game for Juventus and Napoli yeah. seasons. No. Yeah, um, also my team Roma losing some important points. Um, a terrible performance, if I'm being honest, against the Swallow. But in our defense, we had a couple players out. You know, Mkhitaryan is out. Um, in defense, we only had one natural center back, which is Mancini. Um, so hopefully, you know, we're seventh now. And I hope we can give our full concentration to the Europa League. We've got Ajax coming up next, and I'm very excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, now, Diego and Matt. Yeah, tomorrow, uh, Sassuolo, the team that you faced, uh, Roma oh, yeah. faced, is playing against Inter. Mm-hmm. Uh, both games are uh, kind of from previous uh, match days, uh, which were unable to be played because of the coronavirus outbreak in different team's camps. Uh, do you think, guys, that Sassuolo could kind of continue the form and upset maybe Inter, kind of, you know, kind of, yeah, upset Inter? Or do you think Inter is just going to play, kind of just going to dominate and maybe get one goal like they did against Bologna and just get the job done? Um, I'm going to say right now, I think Inter will win. Um, it's just against... Against us, Sassuolo didn't play it players uh, that, were, that were in the national team, such as Lucatelli, Caputo and uh, Berardi. Mm-hmm. So I think if they don't have those players available for the Inter game, then I think Inter will just take the three points. And I, Interesting. I, saw, I saw a stat where Sassuolo actually have a pretty good record in previous years against Inter at San Siro, so never know. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Um, but yeah, as I was going to say, Napoli uh, 4-3 win against Cortona, 7-goal game. Mm. Pretty interesting. Um, we'll now move on to the Premier League. And unfortunately, Ali is not here with us today. Uh, nothing serious, don't worry, guys. Um, we hope that he's having a very good day. 
so we cannot go too in depth maybe on some of the matches that Ali could have gone in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know, Matt, you want to tell us some stuff about the Premier League. Yeah, it was a crazy match week weekend, to, to be quite frank with you all. You know, they, there were some scores which were pretty kind of obvious in a way that most people would have said that this is going to turn it out this way. But others were not so kind of obvious, like that kind of special uh, special game, which was Chelsea against West Brom, the first game yeah. back from the international break. And after Thomas Tuchel got the manager of the month for keeping the Blues uh, undefeated for his whole career as a Chelsea coach, he does he doesn't get the result that he wants. I mean, West Brom scores five against your team. Obviously, um, Chelsea played with 10, 10 men. Uh, they, they were down to 10 men because of Thiago Silva. First of all, yellow card and then a red card. But yeah, it's it's a bit of a, a weird scoreline, to be honest with you. But yeah, mm-hmm. Chelsea 2, West Brom 5. Mm-hmm. And with, with other games, uh, Arsenal played Liverpool. Liverpool, I think they they won 3-0. And uh, yeah, Jota, I think I think he came back from the international uh, break and he kind of delivered, you know, two goals. Uh, we had this discussion with Ali whether he's the best Portuguese uh, player in in form. Yeah. Is he is he best informed Portuguese player? And yeah, I try to play the devil's advocate because you know I, I don't I, I personally don't like Liverpool. Oh, and <laughs> I just, I, me as a kind of Bayern and kind of a fan of Bundesliga, I'm just amazed that the kind of revitalization of uh, Andrew Silva's career. But yeah, I can't say anything bad about Jota because he's so good. Um, once he's fit and he plays a lot, you know, he gets into that rhythm. He he just he's bags goals, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, another game, a pretty big one, you know. Many people were expecting uh, a lot, and this game was Leicester against Manchester City. Manchester City just crushed Leicester. It was two 0 to the citizens, and uh, on Sunday, Easter Sunday. Uh, I, I called it the day of the comebacks, you know. <laughs> uh, Burnley, yeah. uh, Southampton uh, hosted Burnley in uh, St. Mary's Stadium and uh, they came back, you know, 3-2 to Southampton. Burnley scored two quick goals, but then bang, one goal, two goals. And then uh, Danny Ings, I believe he had this crazy run. Uh, it, it was quite sensational, you know, the trickery, the turning and twisting. And yeah, he, he, he's back and he's scoring. Uh, we'll see if he gets onto the plane for the Euros for England's team. But yeah, 3-2 to Southampton, fair play to them. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I think it's a huge boost for them as well because, you know, they want to get kind of in that safe zone, get that really good spot in the league and then kind of focus on the FA Cup semifinals, you know. Um, and yeah, that that's going to be a huge task for them. And they are playing Chelsea, I believe. I believe it's Chelsea, if if I'm wrong, correct me. But I think man, it was man. I can't remember. I, I, it's either Leicester or Chelsea. For, forgive me for getting it wrong if I am. But yeah, um, that's it for Southampton Burnley. Uh, another. Great game was Tottenham against Newcastle. Anyone that plays fantasy football, Premier League, uh, is hap- and has Harry Kane as their captain, had a very good day. Um, he scored two goals for Tottenham. Unfortunately, this wasn't enough. And probably Jose, M- Jose Mourinho is pretty um, uh, disappointed with the result. You know, Newcastle uh, pre- playing pretty, for me, miserable football. But you know, Joe Willock. The Arsenal mm-hmm. loading, you know, he was happy to score. He said uh, it's always nice to score against uh, Tottenham. And uh, yeah, uh, that's it about this game. Uh, Manchester United, they also came back. You know, Brighton scored a very quick goal. It was uh, 
Danny Welbeck, the I think he played he played for Man United for sure, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Uh, he, did. he did. He did. So yeah, kind of that. Um, it, it got some hopes for the Brighton uh, team and fans, but Man United came back, and yeah, Mason Greenwood, who isn't this is this isn't his best season. I think last season was pretty exceptional from him. But yeah, 2-1 to Manchester United yeah. and they are four points now clear, if I believe. Yeah, you're correct. In, on the table, uh, on, in that second place. So yeah, well done. Well done, United. Um, and yeah, uh, <laughs> Aston Villa, 3-1 <laughs> to Fulham. Uh, Alexander Mitrovic scored, which is quite a exceptional thing to notice this season. I think uh, Mitrovic, he just... This season isn't his season in the Premier League, but uh, Tyrone Mings kind of gave him that goal. It wasn't like um, Danny Ings, who actually worked hard for that goal, you know, did all the trickery. <laughs> Tyrone Mings uh, kind of gifted that goal uh, to Alexander Mitrovic to get him back on track. But we'll see. We'll see if he kind of gets, revitalizes that form. But yeah, uh, it was 1 0 to Fulham and then. Uh, you know, Jack Grealish is out, so after eight kind of matches which the villains haven't won, if I believe correctly, this is the first game. And Teresa Gay, uh, he was the guy to score twice. And then, yeah, then they finished it off with another goal and it was 3-1 to Aston Villa. Oof, great stuff, man. Um, a lot of games there. <laughs> um Great roundup, really. Um, Alex, I don't know if you have any questions for Matt. Um but I have a question for you too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go on, go on. We saw, saw Spurs, you know, lose points against a relegation threatened team. They're out of the Europa League, and and they're in the same points as Liverpool. But Liverpool don't have, you know, they've got one of their best players out. And I'm thinking, this is such a poor season from Spurs. Yeah. And it almost. Makes me mad because the they have such good players, and they're still you know losing points against teams such as Newcastle. And I wanted to ask you guys um, about your views on Spurs. Um, yeah, I think it's been a disappointment for them. I just didn't see how they can't compete in the Premier League when they have the likes of Son and Kane to drag them for scoring their goals. And yeah. I think during all these years, they've never had one like major centre-back, which I think is key to them progressing to become a a big, big team in the league. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's just another bad year. And I've seen many fans wanting Mourinho to go now after um, mm-hmm. um, failing to progress in the FA Cup as well. Yeah. In the Carabao Cup final, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So maybe that will be their first trophy in like 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, if you do have any views on that. but Yeah, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Um, uh, as you said, they have some exceptional players, I think. Uh, if some of the players, like for me, Tanga and Dembele, if he went somewhere else, he'd be so exceptional. Like uh, Pierre-Emile Hoiberg, he's doing good stuff. But I think the key word that kind of uh, summarizes Spurs is consistency, you know. Like they could win 6-2, right, against Manchester United at, at Old Trafford. Uh, but then they, they lose like, City points like that, and that's kind of you know Eric Dyer had a very good kind of start to the season, but now he's kind of his form slumped down. You know, uh, Serge Aurier as well. He he he's brilliant on some days, but on another day he does a silly mistake, and just it just costs Spurs a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just I don't I don't know about Spurs. It's just kind of Spurs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, but uh, Jose, I, I I love Jose Mourinho, and I think uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I th- I think mm, it's a bit of a crazy situation. Yeah. But like 
who would you get instead of him? Would you get, I don't know, the only manager I could see is uh, Julian Nagelsmann, but that's like many teams want him, you know, like, great, but like, would he go to Spurs? Mm. Like, I I don't know. It'd be an interesting project for sure, but I I don't know. I don't, I think Jose is a special, he's the special (laughs) one, you know. He, He, you know, but the thing is also with Deli Ali, you know, he had this amazing 2017 campaign. You know, we all remember that Crystal Palace goal. Yeah. And it's so sad. Uh, I was thinking about this early this morning. It's so sad to see his career just plummet down so badly. You know, he's kind of an outcast um, of in this team. And maybe he needs kind of a lone move like Jesse Lingard yep. did. Mm. I agree. Uh, yeah, Jesse Lingard as well is doing actually very well at West Ham. Um, was it six goals and four assists in eight games? Yeah. Um, something similar, yeah. So um, actually, I'm really happy to see him doing well after, you know, so many people, you know, so many fans criticizing him. And, you know, he was going through some tough moments as well. So I'm glad to see him actually playing well. Matt, before we move on to the Bundesliga, um, I'm thinking we do a quick quick sum up of what happened in Spain and then we can move on to Germany. For sure. Okay. For sure. Let's go. Let's go, Matt. Um, obviously, um, Real Madrid beating two. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Matt, if you watched the games, I didn't. But Real Madrid beating Eibar 2-0 and Sevilla winning 1-0 against the league leaders Atletico Madrid. And now the Spanish La Liga table is actually looking pretty, pretty close, um, Matt. Yeah, definitely. About the Real Madrid game, I, I think uh, it was a double act from uh, Karim Benzema. And once again, Marco Asensio, it's, it's great to see him having kind of a renaissance uh, period right now. You know, he scored against Atalanta. That was his first. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week he scored. We talked about it, I believe. And now another goal. And uh, uh, hopefully his confidence, he's getting back into that form of... 2017. Whoa, that that's that was a good year yeah. for football. Uh, 2017, and yeah, uh, hopefully Mar- Marco Asensio is going to um, do well. Uh, about Sevilla and Atletico Madrid, you know, we talked about Spurs, and you can't take you can take someone out of Spurs, but you can't take. Spurs out of them, and I'm talking about Kieran Trippier. You know, if they bottle the league at particular degree, then yeah, it's it'd be it'd be crazy though because uh, in the beginning, uh, when when we kind of in the first episodes, we we kind of talked about like we tipped who's going to win it, and I I, I think I was like super. Super for Atletico Madrid. You know, I I, I really wanted them. I, I believe that they could win it, but. It's just all crashed. It just crumbled down. And Barcelona, especially yesterday, if you don't know, they kind of snatched a win uh, against Real Valladolid and uh, with Usman Dembele, who's also having a very good season. I think he's a player that's underappreciated. Uh, that kind of price tag is slowly seeing the, like being truthful to the value that he brings to the squad. You know, if that makes sense, I think I think it doesn't. But still, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Atletico Madrid, um, Sevilla also had Sevilla are a very interesting team. You know, they started the game, they've had a penalty since like on at the eighth minute, and uh, Lucas Ocampos couldn't finish. And yeah, it, it's been it was an interesting game, uh, Sevilla against Atletico Madrid. Yeah. And Matt, in the Spanish Super Cup, um, no, Spanish Copa del Rey, Real Sociedad beat Athletic Bilbao in what was actually, I thought, a very underrated match. You know, I heard nobody speak about it. You know, obviously there was the post on social media, but it wasn't as covered as I thought it would be. You know, it's a basket derby in the Copa del Rey final. You know, I think that's that's a pretty interesting game. Yeah, it, it, I, I was really surprised. As you said, I only saw, like, a post or two on Instagram yeah. and other social media platforms, but except that, I think it wasn't as coveted as other kind of uh, matches. And it's a, it's a shame because, as you said, it's a Basque 
Derby, you know, Athletic Bilbao, Athletic Club, because they don't like when you call them Athletic Bilbao, Athletic Club. Uh, they, you know, they have ties with Real Sociedad, you know, that rivalry yeah. is present and it's very huge. But yeah, it, it was a very emotional game as well because the, the manager of Real Sociedad, I don't, I can't remember his name, unfortunately, but he's a child a supporter of the club. So it's just like a dream for him to coach his boyhood team yeah. to a cup final. It's something beautiful, you know. And it's uh, Real Sociedad's first uh, trophy in 34 years, I believe, which is, wow, it's an amazing game and amazing story. And it wasn't coveted as much. Uh, It was just emotionally full of beautiful moments. You know, the uh, captain of Athletic Club, uh, he was very, very sad, of course, but he was every every player from Athletic Club. They went to his to their dressing room and uh, starting to get get themselves like cleaned up and ready to go but he stayed and he applauded everyone uh, uh, all the Real Sociedad players which celebrated with the cup as well mm-hmm. and he just stood there and applauded to them which which is fair play you know I think it's Rudy Garcia uh, that's that's the captain of Athletic is Club and it was Munyaim is he not the captain I, I don't I think it's Rudy Garcia maybe for that game you know, maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm wrong. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was something. It was a special game for sure, and it's it was another game. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw on Instagram the um, kind of the press conference of the Real Sociedad manager after having won the cup, yeah. um, where he was chanting. Um, it, you know, at first it seems funny, but it's actually really emotional when you think about it, you know, being a fan of a club and actually being the manager and winning a trophy after 34 years is incredible. It's kind of a fairy tale, like the Leicester City. Mm. Um, with nothing else to add, Alex, um, I don't know if you want to add anything else on La Liga and the Copa del Rey. Yeah, I just wanted to ask a question to both of you. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about it a few weeks ago now. It was about the top three and who would win the, win the La Liga. I said it would be Atletico back then, but now now it's looking tight. So, yeah, I wanted to ask you two. Mm. I don't know because... Real Madrid, they're playing in Europe, right? They've got they've got another kind of engagement. Yeah. Barcelona, you know, you would think of them oh, they have having a poor season, but they but they actually know. So mm. it, it, I think any of those three teams can win it. But the fact that Atletico has has you know kind of let let that lead reduce itself, yeah. kind of maybe means that they can actually bottle it. I'm still gonna back Atletico, mm-hmm. um, but it's yeah, it's, um, it's exciting. It's gonna be exciting to see who wins at the end. And you, Matt? Yeah, for me, uh, there are only two candidates. It's either Atletico Madrid sticking their guards, putting their guard up, and defending the top position, or it's uh, Barcelona. I, I don't know why, and this can haunt me later on when Real Madrid win it. <laughs> But I, I don't know. I, I just feel like players are burnt out, if you know what I mean. They kind of are kind of full with kind of... They, they, their appetite is not there, you know. They're not hungry for more. And I don't know. Um, I just feel like either... Athlete, I don't know. Because the lead was so significant back in October, yeah. November time. And to think that Barcelona have a chance now. But I think, wow... It's a tricky question, but I, th- I think I'm going to go uh, not with Edo because you said <laughs> uh, Atletico Madrid. I'm going to say Barcelona and Messi, Messi and Co. I think uh, Pedri it w- is a revelation in of La Liga this season. Mm. He's been so good, uh, and yeah, uh, I, f- I don't think Ansu Fati will come back soon, but obviously. We, I wish him. We all wish him speedy recovery. You know, yeah. uh, maybe for the Euros. I, I can't remember, but obviously they have many talented youngsters, and the team is kind of 
coming back after that amazing uh, comeback with Sevilla in which they they just fought to the last whistle to extra time and they they've clinched it. I think Griezmann as well. He's he's kind of getting back into that scoring role. Uh, he's there what he should be doing, and yeah, uh, Barcelona for me. Okay, Alex, what about you? I'm sticking to what I said weeks ago, and it's Atletico for me. Okay, okay. So Atletico, Atletico, and Barcelona. Interesting, interesting. Um. That was it uh, with La Liga. Matt, if you want to do Bundesliga now. I know there were some yeah. really good games this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had some very interesting games in the Bundesliga. Uh, let's kick off with Dortmund, who were playing Frankfurt on the weekend. Uh, Dortmund, obviously, the first man that you think of is the man who's on fire right yeah. now. Is Hummel. Erling Hatton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Think, yeah. The <laughs> we all we all respect uh, different pronunciations here. You know, we're we're all not perfect, and obviously, I'm not perfect. Like Ed is not perfect. Yeah. We just have different kind of, uh, other, like habits. Of, yeah, I was thinking uh, at the start of Bruce Dortmund this comments, Matt. I don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, what did you think I said? Haaland. I don't know, Holland. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, sometimes the pronunciation is confusing, but no, I was saying Hummels. Um, oh, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Holland is the start, no doubt. Um, yeah, just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, I believe, was, was he the one to score Holland? I think he was. And uh, yeah, I think the machine kept on going, you know. Let uh, me see. It, it was Hummers. Oh. That's why I had it in my head. It was Hummers that scored. Oh, oh okay. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah, because then, the, yeah, the. Okay, okay, let's continue. Let's continue with this. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting cancelled there right now. <laughs> I'm getting cancelled. Cancel Matt. Hashtag cancelled. He doesn't know anything about it. I'm, I'm telling you. Just, just, okay, let's redo. Okay. Dortmund faced Frankfurt yeah. and they were unfortunately unable to win the game. They lost 2-1 to Frankfurt, who are on fire. You know, uh, the, the player I know for sure that scored in that game is Andre Silva, yeah. the Portuguese talisman. You know, he's been so great. It's so great to see him getting back from Milan and doing bits in the lovely Bundesliga, you know. Like the amount of talent that has been kind of given a second chance in Bundesliga is so nice to see. Uh, I'm still waiting for Piontek to do that right now, but <laughs> yeah, that's just me personally waiting for uh, Piontek. But yeah, that's about it for Andy Silva. He's just just 13 goals away from Lewandowski just. in the clubs. Yeah, just 13 goals. <laughs> uh, I think I believe he's on 20. Two. Two. Yeah, 22. Oh, my voice is going weird. We have to speak through this. And yeah, this game was the big one. RB Leipzig against Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich against RB Leipzig. First versus second, or second versus first, because Leipzig were the hosts. Um, yeah. To be honest with you, if, if, if you look closely about uh, at Bayern, they, they, they've been kind of struggling as a team recently. Uh, I don't know why. It's, it's been very difficult for them to uh, kind of get that lead and kind of hold that lead for till, for, till the last whistle. It, it doesn't come as kind of lightly and so, uh, sp- not spontaneously, but it's just it doesn't come to them as they want to, so, so kind of lightly, as I said. They have to fight and they have to kind of scrambled their way through this you know I, th- I to be honest with you I thought Leipzig created better chances you know Sabitzer was v- Julian Nagelsmann Sabitzer as a CDM which was pretty interesting to watch because um, there were a lot of set pieces which uh, corners especially in which the ball was crossed in one of the Bayern's defenders uh, headed away but uh, Sabitzer was uh, out- just outside the box and he hit it like 
first time from the distance, you know, and it, some of the shots were super dangerous like that. So I really respected that tactic of uh, Julian Nagelsmann. However, uh, as Thomas Miller said, we don't have Robert Lewandowski. We have Skoretka instead. And Miller assisted him, uh, Goretzka himself. So he, he kind of kept his words in a way, or he just predicted it and worked yeah. for it. Worked for it to be true. So yeah, one nil to Bayern, but we'll see how uh, they 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 do against PSG. I think I think uh, Eddie Maxim Choupo-Moting. No offense to him. I think he's he's the greatest player of all time. Uh, he's he's the Chupa goating you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think. Checking the jerks today. <laughs> I've, I've been waiting for for recording to record this. You know, um, <laughs> I just think I just think uh, we should play as Bayern. We should play uh, Gnabry as a kind of false nine or an or a striker like he does sometimes mm-hmm. for Germany. I think that'd be very interesting to see because obviously Lewandowski is obviously usually there, but. It's it's nice to say kind of okay with Lewandowski's injury. Let's see what what the post Lewandowski era of Bayern could look like. You know, maybe. Mm-hmm. Matt, talking about Gnabry, we've just received news from Alex that he has tested positive wow. for COVID nineteen. Okay, so he's not going to be um, yeah. playing. Wow, great, great. Thank you, Alex. Thank you for ruining <laughs> my plan, <laughs> my vision of the team. No, okay. Uh, well, I hope that Serge Gnabry, um, you, you feel very good. You don't, yeah, you just feel good. Stay safe. Obviously, Gnabry is watching our podcast. Yeah. Please send yeah. us a share. And, and uh, Deli Ali, and we're waiting for Dybala as well. So, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, but nevertheless, obviously, Serge, because uh, we're like mates. <laughs> So I hope you feel good. And yeah, viel Glück, mein Freund. Uh, obviously, that was German, fluent German here, you know, yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's move on to another Bundesliga game because I'm kind of getting lost in my banter, you know. We had the Berliner Derby, you know, Union Berlin hosted Hertha Berlin. And yeah, it was a 1 1 spectacle you know uh, it was just 1-1 and that's it it's nothing yeah mm-hmm. it was a nice derby I guess not as kind of amazing as not as action kind of uh, packed as the Juventus derby I think but it was a nice derby for sure for sure like you mm-hmm. for sure <laughs> Uh, before we finish off with Bundesliga, obviously on the 1st of April, there was a lot of talk about Erling Haaland visiting Madrid, visiting uh, Barcelona. So I wanted to ask you, uh, where do you think he will end up? Alex and Mark, uh, what? Alex, go for oh, it. Should I start here? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think he'll leave this season. I think the the price mm-hmm. tag is too much for any club right now because of the pandemic. So I think not many teams can afford them. But I think yeah. after this, um, in two seasons, in two um, transfer times, I think Man- he'll go to Manchester City. I think he will follow in his father's footsteps. Okay. Oof, that's scary to think about Manchester City with Harlem. Matt. Um, yeah, adding to Alex's point, I think there's a clause in uh, uh, in the contract which says that next season he has a release clause of only 75 million, mm-hmm. as if it's not a yeah. lot of money. It is obviously 75 million. I wouldn't mind having that, but uh, <laughs> nevertheless. 75 million do- uh, euros. Uh, it's it's a quite reduced price for a player of such kind of standards. He's like he's going. To, he's a goal machine, you know. He's like the Ronaldo of this era, you know. He just gets the stats up with every game. He just scores, 
scores and scores. He's a machine. Yeah. But yeah, I, oh, you know, Pep said they don't want any strikers this summer. So maybe they're preparing. They want to kind of propose the project for Haaland to stay a season longer for yeah. for at, at Dortmund, and then they'll go because obviously we know that uh, Sergio Aguero, after ten years of being such a reliable kind of servant for the club uh, for City uh, he is uh, not going to extend his contract Mm. and yeah it's a bit Mm -hmm. it's a bit sad because you know the Aguero moment you know like he when you think of City you think of like the Vincent company like of the modern era of the shake era if you if you like Um, you think of company you think of uh, Aguero and David Silva mainly, maybe Kevin De Bruyne soon, but that those are kind of the three kind of pillars of the Sheikh Monster and, and, uh, Bal- and Balotelli, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Zinchenko, another one of the mm-hmm. legends. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, I don't know. I, don't, I, I think in in Spain, especially, I think they can't afford him. To be quite frank with you, I don't know. I saw this meme which was like Arsenal fans trying to, or like to ask Callan uh, through social media, can we give you like thousands of likes and you join our club? <laughs> and yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I can't see you know Messi, uh, Barcelona, Messi, Barcelona is in a bit of financial, uh, poor financial situation and COVID has affected uh, Spanish football, Real Madrid. You know, they were rebuilding the Estadio Santiago Bernabeu and uh, they have to halt the the construction of that new new extension. And yeah, uh, both clubs are in financial uh, uncertainty right now. So I don't, I don't know about Haaland. I don't know. I, I think... Mm. City is a shout, but I, I don't know. Maybe Leeds, because he was a Leeds fan. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, 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 it's so... This is a curious case. He, it's like a lottery, you know, spin the, spin the wheel. You know, you can go, you can go anywhere. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you, Matt. Um, I don't know where he would go, but I think that Borussia Dortmund would make a really poor decision in not selling him this summer because you, you know they're pricing him at 135 million no one's gonna buy him right as you said the clubs can't afford it which means that next season they'll be able to afford him for 75 million which is so cheap for a player that has the, you know the talent and the ability that Haaland does mm. even if you sell him for 100 million this season you know even this season we've seen that they're doing so badly even with a player like Haaland, you know, in the Bundesliga, the the seventh match, seven, yeah, six. they're pretty, yeah, sick, yeah, exactly. We'll see tonight whether they'll do well or bad against Manchester City. But if you can't do well with a player like Haaland, you might as well sell him for even what is a hundred million, rather than losing him yeah. for seventy-five the next season. You know, yeah, interesting. So I think. Now, last but not least, um, a very exciting league. Um, Matt, put on your league and cap. Oh, and get yeah. Ready. Oh, yeah. Let's go. We're about to go on this fun journey through France. And Salafi, bonjour. <laughs> let's get on the ride and let's go. Okay. The big one, the big kind of like the Bayern and the Leipzig game. It was PSG, Paris Saint Germain against Lille and what a game it was it was super frustrating game for PSG you know they had a lot of shots but Mike Mainan um, or Mike Nan I'm really bad at pronouncing the the French names but he was on fire had two diving saves and uh, was the man of the match Uh, yeah but uh, the the scorer because Lille won one nil against PSG or PSG Mm -hmm. were the hosts so the, the defeat at home hurts a lot for PSG. And yeah, Maurizio Pochettino can't get his sides going. You know, Neymar got a red card in the end as well. So things in Paris, 
are looking a bit shaky and a li- little bit bad. But Lille, I think, I think that's a title uh, decider, you know. Like, this game was super important for them. Jonathan David, the Canadian somewhat youngster, he, I think he's like 20 or 22. It's one of those, but he's super young. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he scored and then he got injured. And another young player, Timothy Weah, stepped in. For, uh, he didn't score. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Jonathan David, I, I hope that you, Jonathan, my dear mate, I hope that you are good, that you recover quickly. And yeah, sending lots of love and prayers. And yeah, uh, mon ami, hope you do well and uh, see you soon on the pitch, hopefully. Uh, another game that we've had, and it was... Matt, before you move on, I just had two things to say about that yeah, little game. First of all, um, I would just like to say, did you know that Leo have the same amount of goals conceded as Atletico Madrid, which is 19 in what I think is 31 games? I was looking at this well, yesterday and I was really impressed. You know, nobody really talks about it. And also, if my calculations are correct, Alex, did you know that PSG have lost more points than Juventus, yet Nobody says that PSG is having a poor season. Of the Champions League, you know, mm. right there, the favorites from mm. well, one of the favorites. Yeah, we'll see about <laughs> that. Alex. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, that's. <laughs> well, I just realized <laughs> uh, that was super interesting. I think Jose Font, uh, he's so experienced and he's kind of he's a leader on and off the pitch. I think he's nurturing great talents, you know, has communication with Renato Sanchez, who's also kind of a pivot in that system. And I think he's doing... The whole kind of system that Lille has have created is exceptional, you know? And it was sad for me because they're like... This season, they're like my little baby that I like actually like love and I kind of care for, you know? And the exit from Europa mm-hmm. League, it hurt me a bit, you know? A little. Okay. <laughs> uh, should I move on to another game then? Yeah, okay. go on, my go so, ahead. So another game that happened was AS Monaco uh, winning 4-0 against Mets. And it was a very good game for Monaco because they are now third. They overtook Lyon, who uh, played against Lens, Lens or Lens, I don't Lens, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, my pronunciations are a bit everywhere today. Uh, but yeah, uh, to fun fact, there are fifth in the league, Lens, right above Marseille, who are sixth. And they've won as well. They won 2 0 against Dion, Dijon. Sorry. And yeah, I, I, I wanted to highlight two young players that had a very good game. Um, one of them that you probably know about is Bubukar Kamara, the midfield for under-21, yeah. but also the centre-back Leonardo Balerdi, who's a learnee from Borussia Dortmund. Who, Edu, I think you might know him. Oh, the Argentinian yeah, stopper, yeah. He scored a goal. Um, two defenders scored, Alvaro Gonzalez and Leonardo Balerdi. And uh, yeah, Dimitri Payet having two assists as well. He was the man of the match. Uh, but yeah, Leonardo Balerdi very impressed me a lot, and I think that we need to kind of put some respect on his name. And uh, yeah, Leonardo, my dear mate, you are not forgotten. If you'd like to send us a shirt, please do. We love you, Leonardo. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nos queremos in Spanish. Uh, yeah. The linguist <laughs> speaking. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. And yeah. that's it for me for uh, Ligue 1. I'd like to inform you that Ligue 1 is super special. And yeah, I think you should watch it. But also, we haven't mentioned about going right back to La Liga. A very, another big game is El Clasico, which is happening this 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 week. Uh, I think it's Friday in, on the during the weekend, but that's a huge game, uh, which will decide the title. So we will see, we will see how that goes. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's all for Ligue 1. Now, Edo, we are going to move on to the 
special kind of fixture which was happened the other kind of section let's highlight the dutch league and mm. what happened there yeah um no really you know standout games this season but ajax the league leaders did win 2-1 against herenveen after going behind you know tadic and hala the striker partnership kind of winning the game for ajax and i think now they're on a 25 unbeat game unbeaten streak in all competitions um which is really scary because we're playing them in two days time uh, they they do they did play with the I believe their third goalkeeper. Don't quote me on that because I'm not sure uh, because Onana uh, cannot play, and Stekelenburg I think he's injured. So I believe that the keeper that played is their third keeper. But another comfortable win for Ajax, which puts them 11 points ahead of PSV. Uh, Eduardo, how are you feeling before? Because the next game is in the Europa League on Thursday, uh, Roma mm-hmm. against Ajax. Uh, how are you feeling before that game? Happy? I'm happy. I'm anxious, anxious because anxious because you know on the weekend we did not play well, and and if we play the same way, we're going to concede three goals in the first ten minutes. You know, in the, the in the first fifteen minutes in the first fifteen minutes against a swallow, mm-hmm. we conceded so many chances, and against a team like Ajax, you can't afford to do that because they'll take them. Um, so I hope I hope we play well. I'm sure Fonseca he understands how big this game is for the whole club. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Prediction, just, you know, the pre-game yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. I have another mention. My dear friend, my uh, country. Uh, how do you say it? My countryman. No, how do you say it? my my fellow countryman? That's it. Pavel Bochniewicz got injured in the 27 minute against Ajax. He plays for Herenveen. So Pavel, Mujanku, my mate, if you're if you're listening to this, we send all of our love and hope that you recover quickly. Hopefully for the Euros, I think you should start personally. I know you're a bit <laughs> slow, uh, but but, <laughs> but nevertheless, I love you. They don't know about you, Alex and Edo, but uh, they do love you as well. So, yeah, if you're listening to yeah. this, um, recover soon and yeah, send us a shirt if you can. Yeah, man, how many shirts are you expecting? Like 21 Savage, a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Alex, to answer your question for the prediction, we're playing away. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to say a, a, a score, but even if it's a draw, um, mm. it's not the worst result since we are playing away. But I do hope that, you know, very two played last game, so he'll probably be available. And I do hope that Smalling and Ibanez can yeah. join uh, Mancini in the defence. Now, uh, another set of predictions before finishing the podcast is this uh, Champions League, you know, four games now that the now that the Champions League is back. Tonight we've got two super interesting actually I mean now at this stage all of the games are super interesting. But tonight we have Real Madrid against Liverpool and Manchester City against Borussia Dortmund. I'll go Alex, with Chelsea Liverpool. Wow. Such yeah, an even on. game. Mm, both teams missing the main yeah. centre backs. So yeah I think it'll be a high scoring game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, we all saw how or what um, Ramos did to Salah in the final. Now, with Ramos not being there, I think Salah will, will get his revenge on Real Madrid. Yeah. And I'm saying 2-1 Liverpool away from home. Okay. Matt? Um, it's, a, it's a sticky game, that, because I don't really have any kind of I, I don't like neither of the teams, to be honest with you, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, mm, with Real Madrid, like, they they get, like, they score a goal and they, then they play safely. But then Liverpool, they are so dangerous, you know, like, we, we saw with Jota as well against Arsenal. He, they, Liverpool are getting back in form 
you know, I like over yeah. the recent games, they've kind of slowly rebuilt, rebuilt the confidence uh, as a team. So I think, I think, I think, mm. you know, no carries in this game. Mm. I I, th- I think it's not as easy oh, yeah. uh, to score for Real Madrid, but oh, one one. I think Benzema Benzema is going to somehow find his way through and score. Yeah. And then Salah, as you said, Alex, or Jota, I think, yeah, they could be, they're they're super dangerous. Uh, Now moving on to you, Edo. What do you think? I don't know why, but I have a feeling that Liverpool will win this game Mm. and that they'll actually play really well. Mm. Um. As Alex said, I think 2-1 Liverpool, but it can really go either way. It really can. Okay, moving on to another game. Sorry to cut you off, Edo. We have Manchester City against Borussia Dortmund. You know, Alex, start us off, you know, young Erling Haaland grew up watching City and uh, being a fan of them before it was even, like, trendy. (laughs) Before it was even cool, you know. Yeah. So yeah, talk to me. Talk about your yeah, prediction. I, I can't wait for this game. game. I can't wait to see what Haaland would do if he would score. But I think um, City just have an edge over Dortmund as a team, and I would say two, no, three-one to City. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, it seems like I'm copying Alex here, but I think 3 1 as well. Um, okay. I think, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Usually, uh, usually I'm a bit quiet about Haaland because I don't know. I, I just, I don't. Because he's the best striker in the Bundesliga, man. <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't. I think 3 2. Like, we have to agree. I think. I think. Yeah, I think yeah, three two is very three, possible. Three two to to who though? No, it is City. It is City. I think Pep Guardiola is a uh, is a mastermind. He's probably thinking about Haaland and how to stop him. You know, Joe Stones. I think is he had a blunder against uh, Poland, uh, and I think. Uh, he either is uh, is going to be carried by Ruben Diaz, as some say Varane is carried by Ramos. I don't think that's the case personally, but some say it is. So I think uh, it's it's going to be a very high scoring game. Three yeah. two to City mm-hmm. for me. Okay. Yeah. next up is your team on Wednesday night, the seventh of April. Probably maybe the biggest game, the replay of the final Bayern Munich against PSG. Oh, go I mean, on, we just go got on. the news that Navri is not going to be playing, uh, and Lewandowski, as we know. But I think yeah. I always had um, PSG winning because of the revenge they won from Bayern. Neymar being back, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just. Mm. It's a hard one because Bayern can still play well without their best players. Uh, say one one. Yeah. Alex, be careful because, like, okay. you go outside and you see what happens outside. <laughs> that happens, <laughs> will be there. <laughs> Shout out to Alex. Uh, hmm. Uh, me, it'd be difficult, you know. Like uh, as I said before, in the Bundesliga and in other competitions, Bayern have slowly started to kind of find it difficult against opponents. You know, they kind of just scrape the win. Like I don't think it has been as smooth as Hansi Flink wants mm. it to. You know, but Alfonso Davies, you know, he's um, he hasn't he didn't play against. Um, uh, Leipzig, uh, because he was suspended. He was he had a red card. Yeah, he had a red card against Cologne. Uh, yeah, so I think he'll be fresh and he'll be ready to mark Mbappe and show him him what he's 
So, like, put his tempo on Mbappe and just mark him and have him in his pocket and hopefully. Uh, I don't, I don't, it's a very difficult one, this one. I, I still, I think it's going to be a, I don't know. I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, let's do it. 6 0 by it. I'm joking. Buy it. <laughs> Uh, 2-0 to Bayern Munich oh. uh, yeah yeah. I think Pochettino is having a very bad season like uh, for at PSG I, I, I don't think he, he's too kind and he cannot control the kind of uh, you know nature of Neymar and other Brazilians kind of laid back you know I'm not stereotyping no way it's just Neymar mm. and yeah and Angel Di Maria and other people uh, yeah, they're just too laid back and kind of, you know, they don't take if if they if they don't have a strict strict kind of uh, coach, he's always kind of passive. You know, you can you can do whatever you want. Obviously, it's not like that. I'm generalizing it a lot, but yeah, he, I think I don't know. Two 0 to Bayern. Let's do it. Uh, Eric, Eric, I'm 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 saying okay. Eric Maxim Chupomoting is going to do a mad one and he's going to like score against hmm. his former team. And now he's going to be oh. a Maxim Super Goating. <laughs> Mark my words. Edo. I think even though, as you said, Pochettino might not have, have been doing the best job, I still think the amount of talent in the PSG lineup is just incredible. Oh, but they do have Paredes oh, yeah. and Verratti out. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't take that into consideration. Uh, now it's a totally different decision. I, I was going oh. to say to you want to PSG. Come on, Edo. Edo, what, uh, watch outside. Like, I can might be there as well. 3-2. Three, 3-2. Two, three, two, and I don't know which okay. way. Just, just three, three, yeah, 3-2. Three, okay, uh, okay, another game that we have <laughs> uh, is Porto against Chelsea. Obviously, Chelsea being kind of, you know, having a bit of a WTF moment against West Brom, like nothing has worked against West Brom. Uh, Alex, let's go with you. Do you think they will be able to uh, win against Porto? You know, you you, you have watched Porto in Champions League (laughs) against Juventus, so let's go. Yeah, I think Chelsea will win. I see nothing special in Porto in the way they play, and I think if Chelsea play we don't know how to play. And if Tuchel um, brings out the best in them and the best and the strongest formation, then yeah, I think Chelsea will win it. And I'll say 2-0, Chelsea. Oh, interesting. Eduardo. <laughs> Alex, once again, it just seems like I'm copying you. <laughs> I had this ready. I had this ready from before. But yeah, two 0 two 0 Guys, I think you're underestimating Porto, guys. Like they won, they won. Like Chelsea hasn't won, and they won two one against Santa Monica, I believe, in the in Liga Nosh. It's a good. It's a good Santa no, Clara. Santa Sorry, Clara. Yeah, Santa Clara. It was either between those two. Santa Clara, Santa Monica, Santa Clara. So yeah, I I think it's going to be a nil nil. It, it's going to be the dirtiest game I've ever I have ever seen. You know, Pepe biting the opponents <laughs> as Suarez as you know, uh, Kurt Zuma jumping and like yeah, just heading the ball. Uh, but the ball is someone's like of like yeah, just I don't know. Like it's going to be a crazy game. Uh, yeah, Mandy punching someone instead of the ball. I think it's going to be brutal. I would see blood. I would just see everything. Action, shouting. You know, the managers, like, having it at each other, having it go. Like, everything just chaos, you know? Yeah, Estadio de Dragao. Bring some fire. Let the fire... Let, let the dragon bring the fire. And, yeah. Yeah, get the smoke there, Yeah. <laughs> Totally a very yeah, interesting view, Matt. Yeah, um, yeah. For me, it, it'd be something lovely to watch, you know. A lot of red cards as well. And then everyone that referee just uh, jumps on no. him. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, and then Chelsea will get the job done. Okay. Yeah. In the in the second leg. 
Okay. We'll review, obviously, these matches and we'll talk about the second leg in future episodes. But for now, yeah. we're going to wrap it up. Very long episode today. Um, this will be out. <laughs> this will be out later. Um, we hope that you guys enjoyed it, Alex and Matt. Thank, thank you, you guys thank so you, much you, the, uh, for listeners. participating in thank today's you for, episode. You know, just listening to it for a whole hour, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Before, uh, obviously, I'd like to thank you all so much uh, for listening. Uh, thank you to Eduardo and Alex for their time as well. It's gla- I'm glad to uh, be with you, obviously, Ali, soon, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, uh, before I'm going to sign up, sign out, I'm, I'd like to uh, say a huge shout out, like just shout out and say bye to Pavel Bokniewicz, uh, Deli Ali, uh, Dybala as well, uh, Sancho, why not, Haaland, uh, Verratti, uh, Serge, Serge, oh my mate, he's my G, he's from London, so yeah, Wagwan, uh, <laughs> um, who else, yeah, Serge Dabry, and probably other players, but yeah, I'm saying Kai, uh, hope you're having a nice day, oh, Jesse Lingard as well, uh, so yeah, love you guys, and yeah, uh, to all of you listening, I hope you have a splendid, splendid day, splendid evening, splendid life. Just enjoy what you do and take care. Stay safe. And let's kick out coronavirus and yeah, just let's, let's beat it, you know, together. Yeah, let's go. Peace. Matt, uh, turn this uh, into a bit of a speech. Uh, very nice words yeah. there, Matt, of encouragement thank you, thank you. to all of our listeners. But yeah, again, we hope you enjoyed it. Thank you much. Thank you very much uh, for listening to today's episode. Make sure to stay tuned for Friday's YouTube topic review. Uh, this will be out on Spotify as you will be listening to it on Spotify, obviously, <laughs> what we're thinking. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you on the next one. Peace out.